Hi, and welcome to Catastrophic Comeback. Uh, this particular uh, series within Catastrophic Comeback is devoted to people that might have legal ways to recover from uh, catastrophic events. Uh, the Catastrophic series as a whole is designed to, to help anybody who's uh, had a life-changing event in their lives, uh, a life-changing injury, loss of a loved one, a diagnosis, something, something terrible, whether you have legal recourse or not. This particular series is devoted to those who do have legal recourse or may have legal recourse. And so we want those people to have um, an idea of what to do going forward. And so, for example, when my kids were little, uh, they used to love to ride roller coasters, you know, and I hate riding roller coasters. And so, uh, but what I found that is, is that when I, it was, it was intimidating for me. So what I found that if I was in line and I, and I could look it up on my phone and see like a point of view uh, video of, of roller coasters and how, and, and what to expect, then it took away some of the fear, some of the anxiety, and it made it easier for me to, to, uh, you know, participate and enjoy myself. And so I'm hoping that by us talking to you and showing you, um, what to expect, in a uh, litigation process, in a uh, in, to, to to engage in a in a, a legal recovery, in a financial recovery, in a legal in, in a legal uh, battle to uh, uh, recover damages, that it'll take away some of the fear, take away some of the anxiety, and put you in a better position to make good decisions for yourself and your family, and then lead to a a, a comprehensive recovery so that you can make a full and complete, you know. Uh, physical, financial, and emotional recovery. And that's the purpose of this particular series. So welcome. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Catastrophic Comeback Podcast with American injury lawyer Clark Speaks, helping you find hope, purpose, and joy after a catastrophic injury. Hi, and welcome to Catastrophic Comeback. I'm happy to have Jeff Watson, Senior uh, Managing Attorney at Speaks Law Firm, here joining us today. Uh, and Jeff and I are going to talk to, about the uh, litigation process and what might be involved in the legal recovery for catastrophic injuries. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you for being here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Okay. Well, uh, Jeff, the first thing I want to talk to you about is, um, you know, uh, not everyone who has, ha has had a catastrophic event in their lives is necessarily entitled to legal recovery. Uh, you know, talk to me about who might be in a position to recover financially, make a legal claim for uh, monetary damages after a catastrophic, you know, in injury. Sure. Uh, you, bad things happen and to good people. Uh, and sometimes there isn't a way to recover. For example, if I'm, uh, you know, using a chainsaw in my backyard, cutting up some wood and it you know, pops back and, and cuts my arm off or something like that, uh, then there's nobody else responsible for that. That's just me. I mean, I, I did that on my own. There's no case to be made against somebody else uh, for, for that type of situation. Um, you know, sometimes people get diseases or, you know, catastrophic things that just, you know, are terrible, but there's nobody else responsible for that, you know, a cancer diagnosis or heart disease or things like that somebody falls at their own house yeah exactly and their own somebody somebody you know it's a wild animal that attacks them you know so there there's a they're uh you know they have some kind of they're, they're driving a car and it's their fault and and they have a 
collision and they, uh, you know, uh, under those circumstances, there might not be a recovery. Yeah, I mean, what we're looking for, you know, to, to be able to help people are situations where someone else is responsible for their injury. Uh, someone else hits them in a car wreck. Um, you know, uh, someone else has, you know, a pit bull that they don't have chained up and they come next door and attack somebody's children. Uh, we see all these types of situations. Um, now, it's a little different with workers' comp because uh, in workers' compensation cases, it may not, there may not be a case where somebody else is responsible. It may just be that, that this person gets hurt at work while they're doing their job. And if that, if that happens, they would have a case, a workers' compensation case against their employer. So there's third-party cases where someone else is responsible, and then there's work injuries where maybe nobody else is responsible. Uh, it's just an injury at work. And then sometimes there's both, you know, where people get injured at work and somebody else is responsible. So essentially there are, there are, there are two main sources of recovery for people who've had, suffered catastrophic uh, injuries. One would be uh, workers' comp, where per people are injured on the job. And another would be third-party liability. That's traditional uh, uh, tort law, which is uh, negligence. Somebody, somebody uh, uh, you know, duty, breach of duty, causation, damages. Talk to me a little bit, bit about what that means, duty, breach of duty, causation, damages, and how that applies in this situation. Well, you know, duty is obviously somebody's got some duty to, to you and they don't do what they're supposed to do. Either they do something that they weren't supposed to do or they don't do something that they were supposed to do. Give me a couple of examples, please. Well, uh, so if I'm driving in my car and somebody runs a red light and hits my car, they've got a duty to stop at that red light. And they, they didn't do that. They ran through that. That's a duty. That's a breach of duty. <clears throat> that wreck caused my injuries. That's the causation part of it. And then the damages are how was I injured in medical bills and other things. What's another example uh, of, a, of a breach of duty? Maybe in a, in a dog bite case or a, a, a some, somebody slips and is, is hurt seriously at a business. Well, it could be that, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, you have somebody that slips in a restaurant, for example, they're walking by the kitchen door and there's grease on the floor they slip on that floor uh, and there was no mat down there, you know, and there are standards that say in these type of situations, you're supposed to have a mat, you know, or you're supposed to clean them. There's different duties that you would have there as a restaurant to ensure the safety of your patrons. And if they aren't doing those duties and, and that failure causes an injury, then, then that's a case that that person can get recovery from, the restaurant for not doing the things they're supposed to do. What about in a, in a situation of an animal attack, something like that? It would be a situation where somebody is, hasn't chained up a, an animal that they're supposed to, um, and, or, or taken adequate precautions, somehow secured them or whatever. Yeah. And that animal gets loose. And you know, we've had cases where, you know, I, I remember one case where a guy was working in his garage, fixing his car and he's got his garage door open and he, he looks up and there's three Dobermans standing at the entryway of the, of the thing. And they, you know, he's, he can't get out, he's trapped and they just come after him. You know, there's situations like that. We see it with children get bitten. Um, now it's different, you know, if, if, if you have a dog and it bites you, no one else is responsible for that. 
you know, but if, if, if you have a dog and it goes and bites somebody else because it wasn't properly secured, that, that's a case of somebody being at fault because they haven't done the duties they're supposed to do. So, okay, so, so um, you talked about uh, liability. Talk to me a little bit about uh, the work, uh, work injuries and how, and how those uh, might be compensable. Yeah, so, you know, anytime somebody's injured at work, they theoretically would have a workers' compensation claim. Not all of those claims are, you know, necessarily worth hiring a lawyer. They may be very small things that, you know, it just isn't worth the, the, the time to engage a lawyer. And a lawyer will tell you that. You want to take those to a lawyer and have them examine those things and tell you whether they think this is something you can handle on your own or something you need a lawyer for. It can get complicated. So a lot of those cases where people are seriously injured at work, they need to get a lawyer involved. All right, Jeff, talk to me, please, about, uh, about the um, a combination case, a case where it's, where it's both a workers' compensation case and a uh, – what, what types of scenarios might those arise? And a workers' compensation case and an ordinary th- third-party liability case. We see two types of situations a lot. One is where someone's working in a factory – uh, they're doing their job and they get injured. That injury occurs while they're at work. So there's a workers' compensation claim, but it also occurs because of the fault of somebody else. Uh, I'm working in a factory and uh, someone's operating a, a bulldozer and they drop something off the bulldozer onto my foot and you know break multiple bones in my foot. That's the fault of whoever was operating that, uh, you know, that, forklift that uh, bulldozer typically in workers compensation uh, if you're injured and it's the fault of your own employer there's your recovery is generally just workers compensation there are a couple of exceptions to that but generally you can't sue your employer if you've got workers compensation that's kind of your exclusive remedy as a general rule but you'd want to consult a lawyer to see if there's if those exceptions apply but if you're working at a factory and let's say there's some other company, a subcontractor that's operating that bulldozer and they, they hurt me, then we've got somebody that's not my employer that's at fault. Uh, so I've had an injury at work, it's a workers' compensation claim. I've got a third party, not my employer, who has injured me. Now I have a case against that third party. That's a liability claim. That's duty, breach of duty, causation, and damages. The, the other scenario we see is in automobiles. Uh, I'm working as a salesperson. I'm driving my car to a sales appointment. Someone runs a red light and hits me. I'm working. I'm in my car, but I'm working. So that's a workers' compensation claim, but yet I have a third party who's caused that injury. Now I've got a claim against that third party as well. So we, we're, let's talk about that for a second. So, so in a case where a person is injured in a wreck, you know, uh, and it's somebody else's fault. There's always a uh, ordinary negligence, personal injury law, uh, negligence, tort. That, that's a that's a source of possible source of recovery. People have car insurance, you know. So if you've got if you've got a uh, injury and uh, and fault and uh, an insurance policy, then you've got a case, right? Right. And that's that's uh, the third party that you're talking about. That's right. And then uh, there's workers' comp, where if you're working at the time of that wreck of that automobile accident then you may have a 
another uh, source of recovery against uh, or, or, or with your employer, you know. Um, so, so I think that's an important distinction. The reason it's called a third party is because generally the relationship is between you and your employer, and if there's somebody else at fault, that's a third party outside of this primary relationship. Is that right? That's correct. And, you know, there, there are nuances to this that get complicated where you'd want to consult a lawyer. You know, if I'm on lunch break, I'm not working, I'm just driving to a restaurant to get something to eat, and someone runs a red light and hits me, that may not be a workers' comp case because I'm not working at the time. You know, if I'm going to work, or I'm coming from work, or when have I clocked out? There, you know, there's a lot of nuances there that gets complicated, and you want to make sure you're consulting an attorney that can tell you the difference in those things. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. Uh, in the next episode, sure. we're going to talk about specific examples of cases that involve both workers' compensation and third-party li liability. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.